Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. You know, I didn't, I didn't really have, sometimes we come on and I pretend like, oh, I had such a hard time with the open this week. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, my God. Was, <laughs> oh, no, my God. Oh, no? my God, that's crazy. Oh. No, this, one's, this, one, this one was easy. This wasn't easy. Um uh because it involves two things i'm really 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 happy about and so when that happens okay uh, it's a good thing okay ready you ready yeah you ready are you ready yeah. you ready uh, no i'm not ready <laughs> ready? ready here we go here we go whoop, 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 whoop. not ready 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 Set. I am proud to introduce to you Forbes' newest billionaire, Tyler Perry. It just goes to show you, you can hear a lot of no's and then make your own yeses. That's an aha. Black Lives Matter graffiti has appeared on the walls of Graceland. You know, Elvis' place. And fans are up in arms. Of course, if Elvis had realized that, Big Mama Thornton's life would have gone a lot different. That's a ha well done. I'm having a really hard time really being upset about people spray painting Black Lives Matter on Graceland. I know. I I I I don't have a problem with it at all. Not at all. And and I'm kind of I'm kind of enjoying the fact that they are upset. Oh my God! What what it? Of course, Elvis didn't know Black Lives Matter. He stole everything. He stole nothing but a hound dog from Big Mama Thornton. That's where it came from. Took it his own. Gave no credit. You know, a famous philosopher once said, Elvis was a hero to most, but he never meant uh, shit to me. There you go. Straight up racist. The sucker was simple and plain. Mother boo him and John Wayne. Woo! Come on yeah. with it now. Yeah. Uh, that's the, those are the words of the uh, of the uh, of, uh, of, uh, of Charles Rodnauer. Better known as Chuck <laughs> D. I'm not, no, Carl, Carl, Carl uh, Rodnauer. Better, better known as Chuck D from Public Enemy. Of course. And, like and do you know what else? What else? I believe that he stole the peanut butter and banana sandwiches from black folks, too. Mm. And talk, talk about it being his own. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I'm very happy that I don't hear much about Elvis anymore. Like, that's somebody you don't, I don't hear that much. And maybe, I'm, maybe it's because I'm not in the South. And but yeah. yeah. I think that's it. <laughs> you, still, you still getting a lot of Elvis? Oh, my God. Yeah. Really? A hunk of hunk of burning love, yes. Oh my God, yes. I'm sorry about that. And you should see well, the the 100 year old women that say that about him. <laughs> well, therefore, that won't be happening for too much longer. Uh, and shout, <laughs> super shout, super shout out, super shout out to uh, our, our brother uh, Tyler Perry, who is yes. uh, Forbes has has decreed him the newest billionaire, yeah. self made billionaire. How and great so, is that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I first wanna, met I Tyler Perry on, him. what's just, that? Just want to touch him for luck. <laughs> uh, I know I first met him, maybe at the same place you did. Would you, you meet him before he was on the cruise, before he got on the cruise that time, on the time he was on the cruise? Yes. Yes. We did meet him before the cruise. Uh, Tyler came on one of the sky shows and I want to say it was like Charlotte or some, one of those cities, um, and, and did my, my dear on, uh, the, on the sky show. Love yeah. It. Mm -hmm. 
that was. And you met him. Did you did you sit down with him? Did were you able to have a tete a tete with him? Not on the cruise, but subsequent to that, yes. Subsequent mm-hmm. to that, we, we, we were able to um, uh, become acquaintances and, and, and talk about a number of things. And he was always just the most positive person in the room, right? You can do it yourself. Self-made, it wants everybody else to be that as well. What I love is that he figured out before Hollywood how to get back to work. Mm-hmm. Right? How are we going to oh, do this? How are we going to do this? Yeah. But he was motivated, and he—that's the great thing about having his own studios. Mm-hmm. In, in case you don't know, a lot of the unions are having trouble with how a lot of Hollywood is going back to back to work and making sure that their constituency is very safe. Tyler, almost as soon as COVID happened, started preparing for how to get back to work. Right, and you've probably read about this. He has his own studio. Uh, he flew people on on private planes. Everyone got tested. They are doing kind of the NBA bubble. Everything yeah. they need is in in that compound. And he worked with all the unions to make sure that they could all sign off on that. That is the true mark of a leader. So they do live in a bubble on his property at Tyler Perry Studios. They live in the housing mm-hmm. there. They uh, their food is delivered to them uh, the same way. Everybody is tested every day. Um, as you said, uh, it is uh, it's it was just amazing to see this all kind of come together. Um, but he he made it happen. And now, you know, they Steve, it's got to be what, two, three, maybe four weeks since he started doing this. Yeah. Yeah, they've been they've yeah. been back for for a while. They were the first they were the first production to go back up, and oh, they're about yeah. to they're about to about to, to start going into edit for shows. So yeah, kudos, uh, kudos but you know, to for him, four weeks is like three four seasons of shows. So <laughs> um, that's how quickly he works. And um, so Tyler, I've had an audience with Tyler Perry. <laughs> yeah, I love it. What was that like? Before uh, we ended the Tom Joyner show, um, I had an opportunity on the cruise to interview him for his book um, and getting to hire. uh, And so after that, and he always, and he said during that conversation, you know, people always say they want to talk to me, but nobody, you know, really makes that attempt. And so we did. Uh, And so uh, Yolanda and I went to see him and, um, that was the first time I saw the studio and uh, we got a tour uh, before other people did, you know, of, of the tour at the big opening. Um, and it is just so inspirational just to see this and to see all these black people who are working for him and um, that he has uh, put to work in, in the Atlanta area on a former Confederate mm-hmm. army base. Mm-hmm. And um, just I know some people are still rolling in their graves as a result of that. But then to be able to and, and he was so kind with his time and um, gave me some great advice and, and, and things to to work on and to do. And then he invited us to his opening, um, which was <laughs> once in a lifetime uh, from the invitation on. It was uh, I know a lot of people have seen the unveiling of the invitation and stuff mm-hmm. on on social media, but it was incredible. And then to to see that night, uh, actually that weekend uh, of, of events, it was uh, it was awe inspiring. And 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 once again, that was an opportunity for people to become inspired and to to go out and to do their thing in in much the same way or at whatever level they can uh, to be like Tyler. So it was, and he really is an inspiring fellow. He really is. So, uh, and it means a lot because because you know if he was able to spend that much money on that weekend and still keep a billion dollars, yeah, you're right, right, right. That's 
that's saying yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, so awesome news, in, inspirational that way, of course, extremely sad news when it comes to inspiration to uh, a person who played it. Yo, he played at least three, three real life superheroes mm -hmm. and then one. I, I dare say fictional because I'm not sure that Black Panther is fictional because right. fictional character, I, I dare say it's hard to find another fictional character, especially among black folks, that was more real than mm -hmm. Black Panther, mm -hmm. right? And the embodiment uh, that the Chadwick Boseman did of, mm. of Black Panther um, resonates. It just simply, it, it's, it simply resonates. And of course, by now, you know, he passed away uh, last week at the age of 43 from uh, colon cancer, which unfortunately right. was not discovered until 2016, when it was already stage three. Mm. Uh, and he had a fight, but to know that he was shooting 21 Bridges, Black and Panther. You know, I was thinking like, about while that. While he has this, while this is going on. Do you yeah. remember in 21 Bridges, he ran for his life through that yes. entire movie. It yes. was just like, you know, he was on a, a time crunch. And so, he, I mean, he just ran and ran and ran. And 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 you think about all of those other things and, and the fight scenes in, in Black Panther yes. and, and, and uh, the, the um, what, the foreign country in which they filmed uh, the Five Bloods and, and things like mm -hmm. that. All of these things that he, the toll that he put on his body that he took and um, and still kept working and, and like Tyler, just an incredible work ethic uh, to produce uh, the most magical performances and um, and to be one of the most inspiring people. Uh, I, can, I, I think I can say uh, in this business and uh, God bless him. Indeed. He played characters. Look, Thurgood Marshall, mm -hmm. James Brown, mm -hmm. uh, Jackie Robinson. Uh, characters who just who couldn't just be good right. they had to be great and right? he brought that greatness with him exactly. and then on the screen it was just a uh, um oh, it's a funny story he he, he uh we, we talked about his uh, work ethic and how he got that from his dad he would watch his father you know do uh take on several shifts of of a job during a day or he would do the late shift or you know do the first and second shift and and then come home and sleep and so he always thought about that when he was going out and had a particularly hard week and um, there was one scene he was in Chicago and he was filming 42 the Jackie Robinson story and so he was uh, there was a scene in there I guess where um, he had to slide like time and time and time again and, and after a while that takes a toll on your body mm -hmm. uh, I say that as a as, only as a fan I have no knowledge of that <laughs> and so Finally, his father, his father was there at Wrigley Field as they were filming this, right? And so his dad goes over to the director and goes, I don't think my boy can take any more of this, you know, something to that effect. And, and so uh, he said, and so he got up and, and he's like, okay, let's do it again. And the director said something to the effect of, uh, we're good. Uh, your daddy doesn't want you to do anymore. And so um, it was just, you know, just really just what a fine young man. And, you know, you, you, you think about all these people and, and um, how their, their, their light is so bright and for such a short period of time, but while they're here, man, you make an incredible impact. Yep. And uh, he did that. The testimonials from his cast oh. members and especially for me, it's Ryan Coogler, who's just oh. I, I just want I want to be him so badly when I grow up. If you've ever mm -hmm. been a, in, been around him, I just love his energy. I love that he never he is still of the 
he is still of the environment that birthed him, but mm -hmm. is carrying that with pride forward. Mm. No one does it more better than he does. And the way he wrote about um, about Chadwick Boseman, you really truly believe that you, that you knew that, that that you know him. You get to know him through Ryan in, in, in a in a and beautiful you know, beautiful way. The other tribute that I absolutely adore because I adore him is Michael B. Jordan. Yes. Um, it, you know, his big brother. Uh, and, and you know, it, it just wasn't enough time. And um, it was just really powerful. Uh, all of these people loved him. And then the other thing is how people did not know about this. No one. That, that's an incredible crew of people that's, yeah. that you have around you that you, first of all, you're able to keep your business to yourself in this day and age. Um, that is a, a miracle unto itself. Um, but to, to do all of the great things that he did while he was fighting this horrific disease and, um, and still keep going to work and, and, and all of that. And Clark Peters, um, who's a, a brilliant actor himself, uh, was in Defy Bloods with him and he didn't recognize, but he saw all the people that were around him and he called him precious. And he thought that he was being, you know, getting a lot of special attention and, and all of that. And, and then the tears that he did not know and, and having called him that, um, and, and that was the kind of feeling that a lot of people had because, you know, he, he was doing what he needed to do so that he would not bring down the the production right. and um it just speaks to such qualities of uh, uh, that you want in yourself not to mention your children and glad that uh kids have that same feeling about him so i'm very glad that, i'm glad, very glad we're going to see at least one more uh, piece of work from him yeah. Rainey's uh black bottom uh, yes. will be coming out uh ryan coogler also uh he he alluded to the fact that he was writing words for Chadwick Boseman that he'll never speak as Black Panther 2 because mm -hmm. there will be a Black Panther 2. You best mm -hmm. to believe that. And so now the Marvel Universe is really trying to figure out what's going to happen. And I, the leading theory so far yes. is that Shuri, played by Letitia Wright, mm -hmm. from my personal favorite show, Black Mirror. That's where I first saw <laughs> Love her, Black Mirror. Uh, Letitia Wright, Shuri, um, um, Will be the will, will be the new Black Panther because in one of the stories, uh, along with the comic mm -hmm. books, I guess that that was the case there, mm -hmm. um, and it also could be uh, Michael Jordan Jordan's character. But uh, regardless, on, we we will miss we will we will miss Chad, Chadwick Boseman in that role, and I know it's it was it was tough for some parents talking to their kids kids. Yeah. Yeah, as well. yeah, and hearing uh, those stories, yeah. Also, a, a, a small shout to uh, as, as a DC native um, and just a fan of black men everywhere, um, mm -hmm. John Thompson, John Thompson Jr. Big John Thompson, yeah. Um, uh, coach of Georgetown Hoyas, well. yeah. Yeah, but more than just a coach, he helped black men. He was, I, I've said this about a couple of people before, you, you just never throw a black man away. And it's, mm. it, it's most, most, uh, most telling around Allen Iverson, everybody mm, wanted to mm. throw Allen Iverson away yep. after he had the challenges in the bowling alley in Virginia, mm -hmm. right? He's a, he, he, a young black man figuring his way through life involved in it, in one, in, in, in a horrible situation. And John Thompson took that chance on Allen Iverson. And mm. look, you, you, if you haven't seen the Island Iverson documentary oh. to understand how a how a how a black man can grow and carry himself into a league that doesn't want people like himself mm. into a league that, on, that that when Allen Iverson had all the tattoos they would airbrush his tattoos off right yeah right yeah. right and so so 
I'm going a number of different places, but the fact is but that John okay. Thompson, I like it. I like John it. Thompson took the, took the chance on Allen Iverson and numbers, scores of other black children, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There's uh, what's my name? Fred Brown who threw the ball away and oh. cost them the game. And the, 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 what you take away from that is how John Thompson threw his arms around, around the person guy. who cost yep. him the championship. Literally. Yep. It's hard to point to one person at any point in time, but when someone throws the ball away, cost that cost George on the championship and John Thompson's first instinct was to go over and throw his arms around him around that kid yeah yeah he was quite a man and um I I I dare say that uh we lost two guys this week the 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 likes of which the world will never see again but we were so lucky to have been here to watch them walk this earth and um that was really it's really special I hope we're making more. I hope we're making more guys like that. Yeah. I hope we're making more guys like that. You're yeah. like, I hope so. I hope well, there's. I'm talking to one right now. Who? I'm talking to one of the. Like, who are you talking guys. to while you're talking to me, Sybil? Like, Sybil, <laughs> you're supposed to pay attention. Like, who else are you talking to while you're talking to me? This is like, this is what we do. Come on. It's you, Stephen. <laughs> it's, it's you. Um. Um. <laughs> so, so I mean, but I really think that, you know, this is an opportunity for us to talk about something that I want us to talk about later, um, but just to kind of open up the discussion at another time and to give people their flowers while yes. they're here. Um, and, and, and that's not to say that Chadwick and uh, Bozeman and, and Coach Thompson did not get their flowers. Obviously, um, they did. But just in our own lives, mm-hmm. um, to talk to people and to let them know how much they mean to us. This has been an opportunity during coronavirus to do that as well. Yes, Yolanda, I so appreciate you. You are the most wonderful, wonderful human being that, that your feet should never touch the ground. Um, but you know, well, you, re- you, re- you read what she wrote really well, Sybil. That was I, did, I did, you I did, I did. And even with her handwriting, I was able to read that. <laughs> so, um, but, but you know, this is a time, especially during this virus and, and being, you know, separated from people. It's just a really good time to reach out and to, to touch base with people that uh, you don't normally or to to express your feelings and your appreciation for them. So Thank I appreciate you. you, Stephen Hill. I appreciate you too, Sybil. Um, we, uh, also, something else, something, uh, uh, well, something else was, we, 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 we lost something. We lost something, something else this week. We lost something else. Uh, um, Nisi Nash's heterosexuality. Steve, was this not the best kept secret ever? Well, especially since she'd married two dudes beforehand. I like, wow, wait a, I've heard of, I've heard of beards, but God, that was the James Harden of beards. Jeez, jeez, come on. Now I want to be clear. I'm gonna be clear before the hate mail starts coming in. I said that whole, you know. People should be happy in whatever way they do. And if she was happy marrying those two dudes and then decided she wanted wanted to marry a woman, I am fully supportive. This life, talk about give yourself your own flowers. Your own flowers, you got to do what makes you happy. And if Jessica Betts, who, by the way, I have had a chance to to hang out a little bit because she was a music matters artist when she was on on BET a few years back. Uh, and really cool people, really her? talented. Were you with no, her? No, no, no. Okay. No, no, no. No. Because you don't want to. You don't want to think that you got there before Nisi did. And she said, "Nah, I'd rather go with the." <laughs> 
you know what? <laughs> you, you know what? It it wouldn't be the first time. Shout out shout out to Andrea. Anyhow. <laughs> Anyhow. Anyhow. No, oh, she married she married what? You work with Jessica, right? Yes, yes. She was part of the BET Music Matters program. Uh, <laughs> she's been on Wonderskis Park a few times and set a couple of live performances. Really cool people. Nisi Nash is really cool people. Mm-hmm. And whatever, what, you know, you know, what, what did the grandmother say? Whatever floats your boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever blows uh, your skirt up. What's it? What? Whatever blows your skirt up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, I have a different kind of grandmother. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and evidently they're, blo- they're blowing each other's skirt up. Uh, did I mean to say that? Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, I think you did. Um, But here's the other thing. You got to have a really great crew of people to hold a secret like that. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I want to give a shout out to my friend, Sherry Shepard, who was a part of that secret crew and, uh, and, and knew and and uh, help them with the plans for this wedding and and all of that. And uh, then and not even till it, it came out. Um, <laughs> it was so funny because uh, we're in a text chain and somebody uh, texts the picture of Nisi that had been uh, put in. Uh, I think it was like People magazine or something. And, and asked Sherry, was this your first gay wedding? <laughs> so you see Nisi. And I thought she was I, I really did not know. And so, you know, and so then I, I, was, I was like, uh, Sherry, <laughs> and she said, you know, that that's that was her best friend, and so you know, she said, you just because she was so happy, and and she had asked this of us, and so we were, you know, there to to maintain her privacy, and uh, that's the kind of crew you want, you know, mm-hmm. to to be there and to to share in your happiness, because when I tell you, if you have not seen how happy Niecy Nash looks. She just looks ecstatic. Yeah, and she looked fine. She looked fine too, but well, off the market, I guess. So yeah, <laughs> I think she has been for a while. <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Uh, but congratulations to both of them. Long may they love. I'm ha- oh, I'm like very that. very happy. That's good. Uh, you know what make me very happy, Sybil? What's that, Steve? If if now, now follow me with this. Okay. If there were a banister mm-hmm. going downstairs, wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But every three inches, there was um, four or five razor blades uh, buried into the banister. But the sharp side is up, so it's still above the banister. And then Mm. um, I could make Daniel Cameron slide down that banister. Oh, my God. That would make me happy. That would that would make me happy. Um, I just want to I just want to throw keys at his teeth. (laughs) Well, no, what was wrong with the first visual you painted for us? I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it. Oh my God. So Daniel Cameron is the African American attorney general of the Oh, let's not be too hasty, Sybil. Okay. Okay. Let's not be too hasty. He is You you All right, all right. No, okay, no, no. He's African American. Okay. I don't want to I don't want to be that guy who does that thing. You want to say he's black. no, I just want to I just I was I don't know. you you're right. I'm I'm wrong. I'm completely wrong in this case. I'm Sergeant Waters. I am Adolf Caesar from Soldier Story. I admit it. So tell okay. us how much you don't like him because um, he's been around a lot lately. 
He, uh, he is still investigating the uh, Brianna Taylor murder uh, by Louisville police uh, back in March. They have not made any charges yet. We've, we've had that discussion on the show. Um, last week, Daniel, uh, and then it, it, the case eventually went to Daniel Cameron and he is supposed to determine whether charges will be brought against uh, this one policeman in particular who was fired. Um, he people came to his house and they boy they uh, had a, a protest in front of his house. Uh, I was one of them who uh, objected to the fact that he was celebrating his engagement while uh, we were waiting for something to come down. Uh, he had an engagement party, uh, married this girl, and and is still nothing regarding this. Then last week, he was a, a, a keynote speaker at the Republican National Convention. He is a protege of Mitch McConnell, which right there, that makes me angrier than anything else. Um, but then uh, he brought the name of Breonna Taylor's family uh, to the conversation uh, in his speech, uh, mm -hmm. which I thought you should really not even be there as, as the token that you are presented uh, at this speech. But he, you brought this woman's family's name out and you should really be at home. You should be in your office working on this case. But that wasn't it. That wasn't the last time. But then wait, was, there's more. There is more. Sunday morning, he appeared on one of the Sunday morning uh, news shows and that was Face the Nation with Margaret Brennan. Um, and that is what has, has raised your ire to such a level um, that you want razor blades and, and other uh, life-altering devices. <laughs> yeah, the great, the great thing, here's the thing, because I, I, I believe in Daniel Cameron. I believe in Daniel Cameron so much that I know he's going to piss me off even more than he has already. Like, <laughs> I'm, like this is not, this is not, this is not, the, this is not the, this is not the pinnacle. This is not the pinnacle. It's just on the way to pinnacle. So on this, on this face of the nation, I believe the question was, um, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the recent attention to discrimination is among uh, Republicans say it's 81% of Republicans said it was too much. 6% said not enough. Where of course, you know, 12% of Democrats says it's 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 too much. And the question is, does he agree? Does this black man agree that recent attention to discrimination is too much? Like the like the Republicans. Here was his response. Do you believe that discrimination is talked too much about in our country? Well, look, again, I will point back to the remarks that I made on Tuesday evening where I talked about the Republican Party uh, wanting justice, peace and equality. And we certainly recognize anybody uh, who has an agenda that is consistent with those values. But again, like your viewers, we can certainly tell the difference between those that want those things in earnest and those who are trying to hijack a moment. Uh, so I think that poll uh, probably indicates those within our party who recognize the legitimacy well, of those if who you agree, agree with those Republicans who say it's talked about too much. <laughs> get it, get it, I get think it. that we need to make sure that we have frank conversations about uh, race and, and color. Answer the question within this country. Wait, 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 wait. There's, so no. Again, the Republican Party <laughs> has been founded uh, on the idea of making sure that those who are marginalized and vulnerable in this country uh, have a fair shake. Uh, as attorney general. In All right. That's enough. That's so, what she said too. As, so, look, no. look, look. The the the, the fact that he's a, he's he's the master obfuscator is just is 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 number one. Number two, when he talks about seizing the moment, playa Brianna yes. Taylor 
Brianna Taylor's still alive. No one gives a f about your ass. Right. right? You don't get invited to the RNC. You don't get invited to face the nation. Right? What are you, you doing on face the nation? Derby. You right. get nothing. You get nothing. You get nothing. So you're on face the nation. Now, if you had if you had something to say new about the investigation into the murder of Breonna Taylor, then prayer. Player, me and you can talk, but you're simply on face the nation as the with 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 Mitch McConnell's hand so firmly up your anus, handling your spine, playing with your shoulders, <laughs> that you don't understand that you're just being used. You got nothing to say on face the nation when they ask about Breonna Taylor. He's like, nope. Well, the information is going on. I can't talk about an ongoing investigation. Then sit your ass down and go back to your damn office and do go go to work. Go to work. I'm with so you. this is we're gonna have a new. I think this may be if he, if he keeps trying to steal the spotlight, we may have a weekly feature on um, mm -hmm. why why Daniel Cameron should slide down a banister of razor blades. <laughs> why should David Cameron slide down razor blades? And they'll be oh, is, here's the reason. Here's the reason. Okay. This way. Um, I, I want to. You know what I want to do? I really want to do. I want to treat. I want to treat uh, Daniel Cameron like 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 Monica treated Brandy back in the day. Wow. Wow. Okay. All right. I just want to um, sort of just drop, just drop kick him, just drop kick him. Allegedly, I'm sorry. Allegedly, uh, I gotta say that for you know. Allegedly. Hey, did you see somebody? Yeah, because you, you know they're listening. What? Say what? They're listening. They're yeah. listening. Uh, yeah. Uh, you have to say allegedly. Right. You can't allegedly. say I uh, the versus was on the the most watched versus of all time. Versus, of course, is 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 a black owned. A uh, situation put together by Timberland and Swiss Beats, mm -hmm. to uh, two fantastic producers. But beyond just producing, they are putting on, uh, they are putting together uh, this versus where they take people, different producers that are going to each other. It was Teddy Riley versus Babyface? We've seen mm -hmm. Bernie Beanie Man versus Bounty Killer, uh, Alicia Keys versus John Legend, and this past. Uh, Erica, don't uh, forget Erica past, Badu and Jill Scott. Erica Badu and, and Jill Scott. Uh, but Brandy versus Monica broke the bank. Yeah. 1.2 million viewers uh, on Instagram. 1.8 million total plus on Apple Music. Wow. Four and, and other, uh, including that in other platforms, 4.2 million overall, by far the most watched verses of all time. And when you count all the uh, uh, likes and tweets and everything else. There were more tweets about Brandy versus Monica than there were about the MTV VMAs, and um, the total of five billion impressions. Wow! So, shout to Brandy and Monica for coming together, and shout uh, to 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 for, to Brandy especially to uh, who showed no shade at all at all during that evening. That's what I say. Uh, but. But, okay, so I gotta admit, I was waiting. I was waiting. I was waiting right. for a cry right. from the producers' table as our uh, as as our person extraordinaire, the uh, the just recently birthdayed Chica, who works with us on the show behind the scenes. That we only we only actually had her. She only comes on when she um, we have her say the translate say the word right? Yeah, uh, Chica. Yeah. Yes, I'm here. Uh, oh, oh, wow. oh, well, well, okay. wait, did you, wait, did you actually grit? Did you hear says Greg out that here? Yeah, <laughs> Yo, <laughs> did, did, did Eartha Kit come back to life as Catwoman right quick? Yes, she did. I'm yeah. here. I'm here. Yes. Um. So we bring Chica on because because uh, she is um uh, she is of the mind that um 
but I let her tell you what did you what did you think of versus who did you think won and whose team are you on firmly? So I think Monica won because I'm on Monica's team. <laughs> I appreciate the candor. The candor is awesome. How did you how did you think how did you think the versus battle went? What did you, what did you think? I think it went well, sort of, kind of. What I didn't like was all of the shade Brandy had ready to throw at Monica. What she shade are you there. talking about, Chica? What shade? For example. What you talking about, oh, Chica? Th- Sam Cook, do you know this one? If you know this one, go ahead and sing along with me. And Brandy did not give Monica an inch to jump in if she wanted to jump in. Okay, to set it up in between in between rounds in in between rounds, Brandy started singing Sam Cooke's "The Change Is Gonna Come," uh, and it was not one of her records. She just did it spontaneously, and uh, according to you, according just to Cheek, the song and just wanted to sing it. You see Steven's face. Everyone else can't see Steven's face. We see. <laughs> My my face is because okay, Chica may have a point on that one, but yeah, but give me another one. When's a when's another chance, Chica? When, when's an, what was another shade? Another shady moment. Um, when Monica was talking about kicking down doors, Brandy decided to insert herself into that situation, and Monica was trying to you know water over the bridge, but nope, Brandy had to throw a little shade there and talk about Monica was kicking down one of her doors, and then she had to backtrack and clarify. <laughs> And Monica didn't kick down her door. Mm-mm. Monica didn't kick down her door. Okay, a couple things about that, Chica. First, first <laughs> okay. about Chica. <laughs> it was the introduction of the show gone. Monica was saying, like, I used to kick down doors and slap them. Mm-hmm. And you're saying that Brandy inserted herself in that? And she she took it as, she used to do that to everybody. Brandy, because Monica said, oh, I was talking about men. And Brandy thought she was talking about her because she kicked down her door and slapped her? That's correct. Hmm. You think that was shade or just? Or, or 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 PTSD. It, it could have been a little bit of both. That's fine. I'll give that. I'll give oh, that. as long as it was shade in there. Well, okay. 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 My my problem with this, of course, once again, is that uh, Chica's right. But give me another chance. Give me another example. <laughs> give me another example. Okay, you've only given three. I'm going to need at least one more. Okay. Um, or oh, two more. Two. Yeah. You give me two. What's what's another one? Go ahead. All right. So Monica, when her songs were cut. She would still sing a cappella, but here comes Brandy, <laughs> literally trying to oversing Monica on Monica's song. And yeah. then she's like, Monica, come on, let's hear you. But every time Monica would start, here come Brandy with the ad lib. Okay, here's the problem with that. Here's here's okay. she, here's here's the problem. I'm gonna be honest with you. Here's the problem. You are only batting a thousand, right? So, <laughs> so I I think you're gonna. Have, I think uh, I'm having a so what, really? what I'm hearing you say, what I'm hearing you say is that uh, uh, you would say that Brandy was looking for places to throw shade and found Absolutely. them apparently. Okay. All right. All right. Well, everybody. <laughs> okay, just one more, and then we'll quit. I promise. One more, one more shade moment, and then I'll be it. Okay. Final moment. <laughs> Sorry, you know, see, I think you'll be better at telling this than I than I can tell it. Go ahead. No, you guys are great Go. together. Go. Go ahead. No, please. Which moment? So the boy is mine. Brandy right. had this whole monologue about how it was her song. And <laughs> Monica was the missing little spice. She was the missing little ingredient. And she knew that in order for this song to be great, they had to add Monica onto this song. 
And that's how Brandy intro The Boy Is Mine. I don't think that's an accurate description, but okay. Okay, let's talk to somebody who was there. You know what? Stephen is an expert. Go ahead, Stephen Hill. So here's the thing. So Brandy was it, it, that the song, the song. Okay. So this is kind of so sometimes shade is based in truth, but it's still shade, mm-hmm. which is why I'm really now I'm really disappointed, Chica, because you you're 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 still betting a thousand. Listen. So. <laughs> <laughs> Because it really was, it was, it was Brandy's, Brandy worked with Rodney Jerkins. It was their song and they did, they did and Monica, but the way that Brandy presented it uh, on the, on the, on the, on the show, it could have been, it could have been perceived as reminding people of whose it was, as opposed to having that, which was the ultimate moment of the show, be the biggest kumbaya moment where it's like, we came together, right? So the truth, she told the truth, but in the truth, in my estimation, kind of lost the kumbaya moment. So let right? me ask you, let me, yeah. let me ask you, Chica, if, if this had been your, your show and you could have directed it or written the script for it, and especially for this, because this was the most important thing, I think, for the, the boys' mind, um, how would you have liked to have heard Brandy introduce it? I think she could have used the we a little bit more. Oh, nice, nice. That's okay, it. first, first of all, we're gonna get Chica off here because she's gonna take my role in this job. Y'all okay. gonna make this a, y'all gonna make this. I see her sibling. No, 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 no. I hear it. No, no, I hear it. So I, I'm like, I'm. We got to cut her off soon. I'm be honest with you. I, I got no problem throwing shade. I throw shade in a in a mic off. I'll throw a mic off button in a heartbeat. <laughs> Just like now, Chica, Chica, you there? Chica, oh, she's gone. Oh, she gone. She gone. <laughs> wait, did she really leave? <laughs> she gone. <laughs> wait, wait, did she, did she leave? Well, cause you turned the mic off. <laughs> <laughs> this show is mine, Chica. You have to leave. The show belongs to Steve. You've got to go away. This show is ours. There you go. Right. No, you said it. Yo, Chica, I, I, okay. Is she, is she really? She's really off the mic now, right? She's off the mic. Yeah, she. That yeah, I was really. That, she. So she did kind of nail uh, some moments. Uh, that, that look, it, it was. Here's what I think. If Brandy was much more nervous going into this than Monica was because Monica had made peace with this in herself a while ago. And she'd been on the reel talking about it. She's been on a number of TV shows talking about it. And even through the years, as there were kind of snips thrown, um, uh, 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 Monica would always say, like, she's one of the more talented people I've ever known. She is fantastic. I'm glad. And, and what they talked about there is like, we've never gotten a, we've never gotten a Grammy ourselves outside of The Boy Is Mine. The boy is mine. Won a Grammy, and Monica nor Brandy has won a Grammy since. So I I, uh, I concur with the person who's going to take my place, uh, Chica, who um, when she said, uh, yeah, it could have been more we. It could have been. It could have been more, more we. More we and less. Um. So th- this is really interesting because you did an interview with Brandy. Did you on on your uh, Sirius XM show, right? Yes. Um. A couple of couple of weeks ago now, right? Yes. And so did you have a discussion about the verses coming up? 
it was the verses had been solidified. Uh, I found out verses were solidified literally a day after we did the interview. Uh, so we did the interview about about a, about a week before it came on. Okay. And so this, it was, we did not get to talk about it there. I thought maybe it, it was, it had been discussed because I didn't remember it in the interview, which I thought was so good. I, you know what? Your, your stuff is so good. Okay. Uh, interviews. Um, that. It, wow. It was, wow. <laughs> need to clear that up. Did you, you thought you had to clear that one up, Sybil? I was feeling good about myself for just like, I don't know, 1.3 seconds in it. That, that Stephen Hill stuff is Jeez. so good. Right. <laughs> um, that, um, it, it was just, it was so, cause I like Brandy and, mm. and I am team Brandy. Um, and I like her music, but I thought what you brought out of her was, was just took my admiration for her to a whole nother level. I appreciate so, that. I appreciate um, that. for, for people who are listening and they'd like to hear your show, can you give them a little, uh, idea of where, when and where? Uh, yes, in the, uh, Heart to Heart with Stephen Hill is on Sirius XM, Channel 48, Heart and Soul, every Saturday night at 11 p.m. East Coast time, 8 p.m. where my nephews live, uh, <laughs> and the rest of y'all figure it out. Um, but it's so much, it's so much fun. Uh, this week, the uh, this week is uh, Tony Braxton. Tony Braxton, oh, I get a conversation with Tony Braxton, nice. uh, who and the cool thing is, uh, I, and I really want to do this as I started the show. People who I really love like i'm 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 team brandy and team monica mm -hmm. i've known brandy for a longer period of time like mm -hmm. i'm as we said in, in the show i've known her literally over half her life right over half life and that's yeah. why I'm part of i know that part of her approach in verses was she was a little nervous a little mm -hmm. nervous about how that was going to come in because there was a there was probably more pressure on brandy than there was on it's monica true. yeah um because monica monica t p people who are staunchly team monica um probably have a little bit more elasticity in their necks, you know, have a little bit, you know, have a little bit more. That's just the, that, that would That would be true on, on yeah. this show. That's, that's um, the truth. Right, Chica? Oh, I'm sorry. She doesn't have a microphone anymore. We took it up. We packed um, it away. But can I also give a shout out to Ray J? I love the way he was there to support his sister. Yes. That dude, he is my dude. I just, I, I, I don't know him, but I just love Ray J's support of Brandy at the versus battle. It was, just, oh, don't call it a battle, I guess, but uh, everybody was a winner on that show. Yes. I really believe that. I really yes. do. Yes, and that, that, family, that family is tight. Ray J and Brandy have been that tight since the very, very beginning. You can find mm -hmm. Ray J before he had his own career in Brandy videos. And I love, when I look at brother and sister teams and mm -hmm. who really support each other, like, through thick and thin, Brandy and Ray J are really that, and it comes from uh, Willie and 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 Sonia Norwood, uh, their parents, who are two solid folks who did everything they could to make sure their kids did well in Hollywood. And that is that is not an easy thing to do. To be Ooh. underage in Hollywood is not easy mm -hmm. to do. Mm -hmm. uh, hey, can I circle back around? Oh wait, can I, can I circle back around some, and bring back something we haven't had for a while? Uh, Just for a moment. Me? Uh, Just for a moment, let me turn that on. Is, it, is it personal? No, it's not personal, but okay. it's okay. it's a thing that I've, I've missed. Okay. I've missed, and I think we. You missed her. I've no, I've missed what? No, no, that's not. Why do, why do I? Why do you get me caught up like that? <laughs> um, no, it's this. It is this. Uh, yes, it's back. It's back. It's back. This week in the 
That's the her I was referring to. That is Karen. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Karen comes back, and Karen comes back courtesy of Saturday Night Live. Mm. Uh, Saturday Night Live had Black Jeopardy when Chadwick Boseman was on as the, and he came on Black Jeopardy as the Black Panther. Mm -hmm. And one of the, and again, ahead of his time, ahead of his time, this is over two years ago when he was on uh, there. And the, 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 the category is white people for 400. (laughs) And this is how it goes. Okay, let's try it. Your friend Karen brings her potato salad to your cookout. Uh-oh, T'Challa. I think I'm getting the hang of this. Before I answer, a few questions. This woman, Karen, she is Caucasian, eh? Yes. And she has her own recipe for potato salad, eh? Yeah. Ah, I understand. It is noble that she would volunteer to cook for everyone. And although I have never had potato salad, of course, I sense that this white woman does not season her food. That's right. <laughs> and, and if she does, it is only with a tiny bit of salt. That's exactly right. Yeah. And no paprika. No paprika, no. And she will probably add something unnecessary like raisins. I know, right? <laughs> Something tells me that I should say. Say it. Oh, hell no, nah, Karen. <laughs> Keep your brand ass potato salad to yourself. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Cause... Oh. That should have been double jeopardy. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. Such joy to my heart. Oh. Indeed. Shout once again to Chadwick Boseman and all that knew him and let's keep his spirit with us. Keep his spirit of 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 consistency, of uplift, of uplifting, and you know, bringing your best to work so others can bring their best as well. As much. Amen. As well said, Mr. Hill. Glad Chica didn't cut your mic off at that part. <laughs> I just had to make sure I said something real good or else she could be on this show next week. <laughs> it's the Chica and Sybil show. What the hell? What? <laughs> love you, Sybil. Have a great week. I love you more. Uh, hit subscribe on the on the podcast. Or, and you. if you just happened upon this, go to Spotify, type in Sybil Wilkes' name. That's how you find it. Right? That's how you find it. And Stephen Hill is a porn star. But go to that one too afterwards. It's a different kind of fun, though. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Have a great week, week, my friends. Bye, darlings. Ha ha! Ha ha! Simplicity!